I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Hello, uh, spooky nerds. Aaron Sagers here, and welcome to Small Talk, another mini episode of the Talking Strange Paranormal Pop Culture Show. Now, of course, we're going to get into some listener and viewer mail, but before we do, let's talk about a couple things. There's a lot of episode material, a lot of Talking Strange material out this week, and of course, it's an embarrassment of riches. I'm very excited about all of it. First off, we did have director John Wright, the director of and, and story creator behind Unwelcome. Now, that's the new Irish folk um, horror movie. And it revolves around the Red Caps, which are like the wee little people of Ireland. I, that's a terrible accent. I don't know why I just did that. I wish I could take that back. Anyhow, about the Red Caps. It's, it's, um, I, you've heard me talk about this before, probably, but on one point, it's home invasion, straw dogs versus very kind of gremlins and wee beasties kind of horror. And it takes some very odd turns and delightfully odd. I like it. I was on board for it. Very quirky kind of stuff. I think you can catch it in theaters in the U.S. starting March 10th. And then from there, it will be available on digital. And I would recommend it. I think it's it's destined to be a popular cult classic just because it gets so freaking weird. And if you listen to the core episode of Talking Strange, we will even we even talk about the ending and potential sequel ideas. We have a little sort of insert there, spoiler warning, so you know right before we're going to do that. Uh, what I like about the Red Caps, I've I've heard about these guys before. I've looked into these folklore of little people, and of course, the leprechauns are the most well known. But these Red Caps, they're nasty little guys. And they are called red caps because their cloaks and their caps are dyed red from the blood of their victims. They carry around a pike. They've got a bad attitude. They live in abandoned abodes, castles and whatnot. And they are, they're the, they're the leprechauns are mischievous. Maybe, maybe a little surly, but not outwardly mean or evil. In most cases, red caps are pretty much across the board not nice but it's funny to me because when you look at these tales these folkloric tales across cultures everyone seems to develop a version of these little people and a lot of times they even descriptively sound similar the color red pops up a lot um so does green but and a lot of times they fit between these two categories of mischievous and playful or outwardly bad guys. Maybe protecting crops versus, I don't know, trying to eat your soul or whatever. But so I, I, it's always cool to me when we see these stories that pop up in different cultures that these people didn't have any connection to one another. And yet they're telling very similar stories. Uh, and we also this week, we released an episode talking about Haunted Dolls and Robert the Doll specifically. And my guests were David L. Sloan, the author of Haunted Key West and the Robert the Doll book, as well as Heather Green, the occult researcher and author of Lights, Camera, Witchcraft. 
and she's been on the show before. And I love talking about haunted dolls and possessed possessions. I love talking about Robert the doll because I, I think I can say now at this point, like I've had enough interactions with Robert. I've been down to Key West a lot. David L. Sloan puts on his ghost tours there. And I've, I've interacted, had a lot of late nights with, with Robert. And yes, I've taken my picture with Robert too. And I've really, there's, I have an affinity towards the, the character of Robert. So, um, I, I, I like talking to David, as you might have heard in the background, my dog licking herself. So I was distracted for a moment. This is, this is why this is small talk. It's even though I'm rambling, it's the totally unprepared off the cuff episode of the podcast, but Key West is one of my favorite places to go anyhow, aside from Robert. It's a place that is just imbued with such mystery and spookiness and weirdness that it just pulls you in the Isle of Bones. And it it's just got so much happening under the hood, it seems like. It keeps drawing me back. One of my favorite places. So if anybody is out there listening and you live in Key West and, I don't know, you want a roommate? Uh, hit me up. I'll, I'll come down and live with you in Key West. All right. So last week I read a story about a haunted Spider-Man remote control car that was submitted to us. And it was a brief story, but an enjoyable one. And we had a couple of reactions from our fans from Dawn over at Patreon and that's patreon.com slash Aaron Zagers, where we have cocktail classes, movie watches, and trivia, and bonus content. Shameless plug for Patreon. From Dawn, she said the Haunted Spider-Man remote control toy story was a great story. Makes me think that maybe when they were younger, the woman and her brother enjoyed doing things like this to pick on her or annoy her for his amusement or just wanted her attention. What Don's referring to is that this remote control car would would just follow this woman around, and she thinks it was related to her brother who had passed away not too long before. So that's a good input from Don over at Patreon. And we had also, oh yeah, speaking of Don, here you go. Don, uh, Don submitted a haunted Toy Story, and. This is, of course, we did the giveaway for the Baby Oopsie Haunted Doll replica from Full Moon Features, the horror franchise, and we asked for some submissions. Send us in your Haunted Toy Story, Haunted Doll Story. So we did land on a winner. Her name was Tara. She wrote in a great story. We read it in the David L. Sloan and Robert the Doll episode. But Dawn also submitted one, and I thought, well, let's, you know, we've got this. Let's submit some of these other shows or other stories. So from Dawn... Dawn says, friends and I, only four of them, were investigating Waverly Hills, and they were in a dining room for the kids. I'll be going to Waverly soon, actually. That's Aaron, not Dawn. So I'm interested in the story. In the pitch black, I was taking photos, and you know how sometimes you may see things when the flash goes off? Well, there were two chairs against the wall, and in the flash, I saw two children sitting in the chairs, a boy and a girl. And it looked like the girl was holding a creepy doll. She, I told my team about it, and they didn't think of it 
any longer until I started going through my photos. When it came to that room with those chairs, there were two orbs, like lights, sitting on them in the chair, captured in the photo. That's interesting. I like that. Don, you'll have to send that our way if you still have that photo. Thank you for submitting that, Don. Also, and and uh, yeah, shameless plug also. It is, I'm going to do more shameless plugs. I will be at Waverly in May as part of Amy Bruni's Strange Escapes event. So check that out. I think there's still tickets available. Really excited to be at Waverly and do some paranormal investigations and meet with everyone out there. So we have another story that I'm stalling to tell because I'm waiting to bring up the appropriate information for it. And this is getting very awkward. So I'm going to soft shoe a little bit, but we have a story from Billy Peck. Now, Billy Peck submitted a haunted doll story and or haunted toy story, technically. And he wanted to be considered for the baby oopsie replica haunted doll giveaway. And I'll tell you what, Billy, if you're listening out there, you, you came really close. Billy's story is a good one. I'm about to read it. I would say he came in on a tight third place in the giveaway. And he was he was right at the top. And then we had these two final stories that came in at the last minute. So Billy Peck, I'm going to read your story now. Even though I I we don't have the doll to give away anymore, I'm going to read your story and, and say thank you for sending it in. So from Billy Peck, I've included a couple pictures to show examples of what I'm dealing with here. Picture one is my main figure collection. Picture two is the aftermath of my main story. Side note, for those that are watching the video version of this mini episode on Patreon, I'm going to be showing these pictures. You can head over there and check it out. So Billy says, my wife and I moved into our house in 2013. The family that lived here before had lived in the house since the 70s, I believe. One of the children, late teens, who lived here went out one night and was never heard from again. It's suspected something wrong happened. This was sometime in the 80s. It is believed that what we are dealing with could possibly be him. Of course, we'd never know for sure. Since moving in, my wife and I started updating and renovating the house, something that the occupants before us were very unhappy about. As time goes on, nuisance things always happened. Some could be explained away. Others were too odd. So in picture one, he says, and again, you can see this over at the Patreon. I'm going to display it here. In picture one, you'll see that I have quite a extensive action figure collection. When we really started to take note that things were not normal was when something in the middle or back shelf would be on the floor. Nothing in front of it being knocked over, just a random figure removed. I have shelves dedicated to certain properties. One day, I saw a Ghostbuster figure from the top shelf randomly placed on the bottom shelf amongst wrestling figures. Not like it fell off or bounced in there, but standing behind the other figures. A number of other things happened as far as things being moved. Not always toys, 
To move the story along, I'll get to the main mystery. Although the time there was the time sleep was spelled out on the bathroom wall and wet hair. That is certainly not normal. And no, Billy, that is not normal. You should tell us about that one too. But here's the main story, he says. As you can see in picture two, again, showing this on the Patreon, there is a wicker chair that I was sitting in, and next to it was a dinner tray with some movies sitting on it. I was in the chair going through my vinyl record collection when all of a sudden in my peripheral, I actually see this dinner tray lift about two feet in the air and flip on its top side. I was pretty shocked. My wife asked what had happened. I didn't move. I told her to come downstairs. And when she got down there, she asked, why was the tray knocked over? I told her what happened and that I guess that's about the conclusion of that story. I have no way to explain it away as anything other than supernatural. Since then, it always comes and goes. I would say that its most active time and only time is that that was the most active and only time that it's been aggressive. Other times it seems playful, like moving the door on one of my son's toys or the sounds of running up and down the hallway. I don't know. It's pretty wild, unexplainable at times, unusual at others. All right. So, Billy Peck, thank you for submitting that story. Apologies for stumbling over that a little bit. What What are your guys' out there reactions to both Dawn and Billy's stories? I want you to sound off with your advice. And I want you to share your stories, not only about spooky toys, but other kinds of hauntings or strange encounters in the woods or maybe that time you saw unusual lights in the sky that you just knew it wasn't a plane or a drone. Or what about an encounter with a bizarre human who made your skin crawl on the soul level? Tell me about all of it. Also, send in some guest suggestions or ask questions about the show or about me or the various projects I operate on. Whatever. I want to hear from you. Send it all in to talkingstrange at denofgeek.com. Okay, folks, I'm Aaron Sagers, and this has been Small Talk, a mini episode with Talking Strange. Until next time, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content.